0: Most avoided that graveyard at all costs. Jakku's pounding windstorms had eroded the derelicts into veritable death traps. Rusty floors could crumble under the feet of unfortunate visitors. Beams could teeter and collapse. Old pipes could burst, spraying hazardous fluids. Ray was not afraid. She didn't have that luxury. If she couldn't brave such danger, she couldn't afford to eat. She hung onto the wall of a demolished destroyer and used her tools to wiggle free various components that rust hadn't devoured. The ship was a treasure trove of metal sheeting and military grade tech that, if given a proper cleaning, could fetch Ray a meal or two at Nema outpost. She was 19 and this was her life. Her days were spent venturing into perilous places and collecting what others called trash. Admittedly, she had a knack for scavenging, but she didn't do it by choice. Legitimate jobs on Jakku were as scarce as water. She had to make do with what was available, which meant salvaging scrap from junkyards and trading it to Unkar Plutt, for ration packets of food. Having gathered as much as she could, Ray climbed down the wall slowly and carefully. Outfitted in tan desert garb with green goggles shielding her eyes, an overstuffed backpack on her shoulders, and her staff wedged through the straps, she felt akin to the steelpeckers that also scavenged these parts. They swarmed the premises at night, chewing on corroded metal and loose wiring, helping turn the destroyers into dust. Ray dropped to the ground near a chunk of salvage she'd previously found. She lifted it with both arms, her muscles aching under its weight, but her stomach would ache more if she didn't take it with her. Jakku's blazing sun welcomed her when she emerged from the interior of the destroyer. She set down her salvage, pushed her goggles away from her eyes, and drank from her canteen. Standing on that perch, she had a full view of the junkyard around her. Sand had shrouded most of the smaller craft from the Battle of Years Past, but here and there, something metallic poked out, such as the solar panel of a TIE fighter, or the nose of an old X-wing. Holding the canteen over her mouth, she tapped its side, desperate for every last drop. When nothing more came, she clipped it to her belt. She hoped that what she'd salvaged here would be able to quench her thirst and feed her belly for the night. Ray deposited her salvage onto a sled of scrap metal, then shoved it down a slope. Her speeder was parked below. It wasn't anything to look at not much more than a box with engines, but her present line of work didn't require anything else. Finding a larger sheet of scrap, Ray positioned herself on it and went sledding down the dune after her salvage. Skidding to a halt at the bottom, she jettisoned the sled, loaded her speeder with her loot, and soon was racing off to Nima Outpost. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner awaited. She hoped. Arriving at Nima Outpost, Ray parked her speeder and took her salvage into an open-air structure canopied from the sun. The place served primarily as a cleaning station for those who dealt with the junk dealer, Ankar Plut. At long workbenches, individuals of many species brushed and buffed their day's booty. The newer and shinier the scrap looked, the more portions of food Plut would pay out. Ray found an open space and started scrubbing. After she'd done the best she could to make her junk look like expensive junk, Ray went to Plut. This was her least favorite part of the day. The blubbery Crow loot cooled himself in a shed built from a cargo crawler paneling, where he judged the values of both salvage and scavenger like a tin pot prince.